what if you, with purpose and mindfulness, decided to surround yourself with positivity? What if you walked away from negative energy? What if you were constantly the positive energy in every room you walked into until it became so contagious that you positively impacted everyone around you? How would that impact your life? You're listening to Compassionate Mindfulness with Xenia, the podcast that will inspire you to use your story to change the world. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Compassionate Mindfulness with Xenia. This is your host, Tanya Monuma. I'm so grateful to have you here with me today. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscription button wherever you listen to your podcast. It will allow more people to discover this content, and I would really appreciate that. As you may know, my mission is to be a part of the biggest rise in human transformation and consciousness our world has ever seen, and I want you to be a part of that too. All right, so... July is all about cultivating an optimal environment for your success. Let's start this one off yet again with a quote. You are a product of your environment. Surround yourself with the best. Let's break that down throughout the episode. We're deeply influenced by our environment, but do you believe, I mean, truly believe you can change it? Well, if you've decided, and chances are you have decided, if you're listening to these kinds of podcasts, that you want to have the very best, do the very best, and be the very best you can be, then creating an optimal environment is crucial. How about we think of ourselves as being the creators of our environment? Well, that's what we are, creators, not just products of our environment. Okay, so today I want to suggest seven ways you can make a significant impact in your environment. How do we create an environment that supports our greatness? All right, so number one, your personal inner work. It's extremely important to understand that even if you change your environment, you, and I mean everything that's going on inside of you, are still you. So just because you change environments does not mean that that change will automatically happen. You need to do the inner work that will allow you to thrive in any environment. That's not to say that a change in your environment won't help you. Um, That's not at all what I'm saying, because it definitely can. It's just that the inner work needs to be done even before you change your environment. And I hope that makes sense. Number two, the people you choose to surround yourself with is incredibly important. I'm sure you've heard the saying that you are the average of your five closest friends. Well, that goes in relation to your finances, your level of happiness in life, your relationships, your weight, and everything in between. Uh, As a matter of fact, at Princeton University Research found that the human brain actually syncs up with other people's brains during conversations. 
your brain waves will start to match just by being in proximity to someone and engaging in conversation. Can you imagine that? Think about that for a second. Whose brain would you rather sync up with? And it brings us back to number one. How much are you working on yourself in order to be the brainwave that doesn't get influenced by negative chatter? Just be aware of the type of conversations you're engaging in. Number three, keep your physical environment free of clutter. So it's a quick one. Well, quick, I mean, I'm not going to say much about it. <laughs> it's not necessarily quick, depending on how much clutter you have. Wake up to a clean environment as much as you possibly can. There's something magical about freeing up space around you and making it appealing to your eyes. And it brings out a sense of comfort and also brings out the best in you. Number four, become a conscious co-creator. Simply remember that we are not only products of our environment, but also creators of our environment. Become an example for people around you. Make sure that when you enter a room, people feel your intention. And your intention should always be to make yourself and other people around you feel good. <laughs> also, be consistent about it. Now, let's not get it twisted. There exists a grouch in all of us. <laughs> The key is to make the decision to con consistently and constantly bring awareness into your life and catch yourself when your grouch is coming out. Switch it up and continue being a light in your environment. We are creators of our universe, and that comes down to the very atoms that make up our physical world. In fact, the Institute of Heart Math discovered something amazing. By using uh, magnetoencephalography, I believe it's called, they were able to look at the biomagnetic field that radiates from the human body. What they found is that there is an electromagnetic field that is emitted from the human body and stretches about five to eight feet from your body. And this is at the heart level. So it would appear that our heart has even more bioelectricity, electromagnetic energy than our brain. You know how you can feel different around different people? Well, there's a reason behind that. When you're within someone's biomagnetic space, energy is being exchanged. Here's another mind-blowing discovery that shows us just how powerful our human DNA is. A leading expert in quantum biology, Dr. Vladimir Popopin, sorry, I'm messing up his name, Dr. Vladimir Popopin, <laughs> conducted a fascinating experiment in which he added some isolated human DNA into a vacuum that had scattered particles of photons. And what happened is that when they put the human DNA into the vacuum, the photons conformed to the DNA. They literally attached themselves to the human DNA and put themselves into the shape of that DNA. Not only that, but they figured that taking the DNA out 
would just get those photons to return to their original forms. But no, they were shocked to see that they stayed in the form of the human DNA. And that's called the phantom DNA experiment. So just think about that. Photons are the stuff that our reality is made of. And here's what's even more mind-blowing. The HeartMath Institute also brought in human DNA and called in experts in concentrating their thoughts and emotions into the study in order to interact with the DNA. These experts were told to express feelings of love, gratitude, and compassion while in the space with the isolated human DNA. So what happened? Well, the DNA relaxed. It opened up. It changed its shape based on the feelings that were expressed or emitted. They also had these experts emit different emotions, feelings of jealousy, anger, and rage. Well, when subjected to those emotions, the DNA started to coil up. It started to shrink itself when exposed to these types of emotions. Human DNA impacts the physical stuff of the world around us. So again, you are the creator of your environment. Mind-blowing. <laughs> Number four is a long one, guys. I know this is the one I'm on right now. I'm a little obsessed with emotions and how they shape our reality. So this study was mind-blowing to me. The last thing I want to emphasize about this is that we need to be aware that different emotions or feelings have the ability to influence the DNA of our bodies and of those around us. So it becomes increasingly crucial for us to be aware of this and make conscious decisions in order to help promote healthy environments for ourselves and others. All right, so number five, surround yourself with positive examples of the future. So if you are saying, I want a house like this, or I want a family like this, or I want friends like this, then seek that out. For example, listen to podcasts that will make you feel the way you want to feel when you are around those things you want, because it's all about how you feel the emotion behind it. Surround yourself with mentors and teachers who will help you get there. Now, why do we tend to brush off the great opportunities to be surrounded by mentors and people who can potentially get us the results that we want? Well, we have subconscious beliefs that work against us. So we just have to be aware of that and make the effort to surround ourselves with the things and people that will get us the things that we need to get in the future. Number six, come with a beginner's mind. Oftentimes we will say to ourselves, and this is especially true when we're talking about interactions with people closest to us. Well, we'll say, well, oh, I already know that. Now become aware of when you say that and switch it up to, thanks, I needed to hear that lesson again or something like that. We need to learn things several times before we get it. You know, we need to get it several times sometimes in order for it to really land and sink in. 
And another thing that we'll do is we'll say, that's their life, not mine. I can't relate to that. So for example, we'll justify that we can't relate because that person lives in that neighborhood or has a different lifestyle or comes from that family background and so has no resemblance to our life. What we need to remember is that we all have the same basic needs and driving forces. And I truly believe that we are way more alike than we are different. We do have many of the answers within us. However, we are all in different stages of figuring it out. And the wisest among us use mentors to observe the path that they were on and learn from that. So that will shape a much better environment for you. Last but not least, number seven, seek an environment that offers accountability. I want to get into the observer effect just a little bit with you guys. Princeton University physicist John Wheeler states that we live in a participatory universe. He says that the act of consciousness looking puts something in place. So basically, we affect the world around us at the quantum level and beyond. Now, just to put some perspective uh, as to who this man is, John Wheeler, who passed away in 2008, was a colleague of Albert Einstein. And he was also one of the big proponents of something called the observer effect. So the observer effect, and these studies have been repeated over and over, found that just the action of scientists watching an experiment happen changes what happens in the experiment. Well, there is also an observer effect in psychology known as the Hawthorne effect. This is a form of reactivity in which subjects modify an aspect of their behavior because they know they are being watched. So just think about that. Think about how you would act in your own home if you were conscious of cameras being linked to an outside source and knowing that someone was watching very differently than if you were not being watched. And what I would say to that is take advantage of having accountability partners or mentors or coaches. It's an environment where accountability is persistent. So when it comes to an optimal environment, come with the awareness that we are affecting the world around us and the world around us is affecting us. So all in all, when it comes to an optimal environment, come with the awareness that we are affecting the world around us and the world around us is affecting us. It goes both ways. So simply be empowered and knowing that you can bring the change and the energy to whatever situation you walk into. No matter what environment you're in, you can choose to be a light. You can be someone who positively influences the DNA of other people simply by being within their presence. If you're looking for tools to navigate these emotions, consider reaching out to me and asking about my TATS program, The Ambitious Truth Seeker. 
This journey is all about making subtle shifts that will reprogram your mind and ensure that you have the emotional wisdom you need to create your abundant life. I truly hope you got something out of this. Remember to subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast in order to spread the word about the content. Continue to live with compassion and mindfulness. Many blessings. As always, I thank you for tuning in. These episodes are meant to be of massive value to you. And so I hope you got something out of it. And if you did, all I ask in return is for you to give it a thumbs up, give it some love and the reviews, share with one or two friends whom you know will benefit from hearing this content. Check out the links in the description. Continue to lead with empathy and I'll catch you on the next episode. Many blessings.